let me tell you something. I will never say this was the worst year ever, ever again, (laughs) because I've already experienced the worst year, if not years, plural, ever. I can ever experience. I don't think it can get, actually, I know for a fact, it cannot get any worse than what I experienced in 2019 and 2020. So you will not hear me saying that this was the worst year, that 2023 was a shitty year. Because every single year that I am not in that space that I was in, in 2019 and in 2020, is a good fucking year. And I am grateful. So I'm sick and tired of hearing every single year was the worst year ever. Get over it. (laughs) Get over yourself. The common denominator of every bad year that you experience is you. So I think it's time to change something. Welcome and welcome back to the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and I am your host. Thank you so very much for listening. This is episode 47. Oh my goodness, you guys, it's almost officially been a full year of this podcast. This is crazy. So grab a coffee, a tea, a snack, and turn your volume up because in this week's episode, I think I have an answer for you. I think I can tell you, well, I can tell you why it is that you're in the same spot you were this time last year. Why you feel like you haven't seen the changes that you so want to see in your life. I'm pretty sure I have the answer. Because reflecting on 2023, let me tell you, I really didn't come close at all to achieving one of the most important goals I set for myself in 2023. And that's a pretty shitty feeling. Also, I'm going to talk about the highs and the lows. Well, actually, the highs of the Hope Chase podcast and sharing our first year together. And most importantly, what we can do differently in 2024. 2023 is officially over. And while I'm sitting here in disbelief because it seemed to have lasted about two and a half days, it went by so freaking fast. And while I do believe that small little progress is more than enough for anybody, I also think it's incredibly important to look back on the previous year, look at what worked, what didn't work, what we can do differently. So if you're feeling like you're in the same spot, if you're feeling stuck and you're not seeing the changes in your life that you really want to see, well, you're not alone. I set some goals for myself in 2023 that, quite frankly, I didn't come close at all to achieving. So trust me when I say that I know it's not easy. It's hard work to set goals for yourself and to do the work, get shit done, to actually see the results you want to see. The Hope Chase podcast was born last January in 2023. I think the date was January 24th. So it has almost officially been one full year of the Hope Chase podcast. And I literally cannot fucking believe it. It's been a whole damn year, (laughs) 52 weeks. And you know what? I have only taken two weeks off, maybe three definitely not more than three. So I'm pretty proud of myself that I've stuck to it. I made a promise to myself and I followed through. And I got to tell you, that feels pretty damn good. There's certainly been some highs and maybe a little bit more of the lows. (laughs) 
this past year. Of course, it's the first year of the podcast. I didn't imagine it would go seamlessly. And as you already know, and I've talked about in previous episodes, I have struggled a lot with not seeing the growth that I want to see, not seeing the success that I want to see, not feeling as though my work is quote unquote paying off. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But first, I want to focus on what were the highs? What were the really great things that when I look back on them, I'm like, oh, my goodness, because there were a few of those, too. (laughs) First of all, I should say that I would not have been able to do any of this. I would not have been able to commit or follow through or keep any promises to myself, especially when it comes to this podcast, if I had been using, if I was still stuck in that dysfunctional, self-destructive cycle of addiction, I certainly would not have been able to follow through, point blank period. One of the biggest highs though, was back in June, I think it was, was it May or June, when another big recovery page shared my story and brought a lot of attention to this podcast. I had been reaching out to several other recovery pages like I sometimes do in order to spread the word and see if maybe they'll share my story or they'll share about the podcast just to get the word out. And someone got back to me and offered to share my story in order to promote the podcast. And that post garnered more than 10,000 likes. The owner of that page, it was a life recovered, Matt, who's an amazing guy, said to me that only one other story in the history of his page has ever gotten that kind of response. So that for sure gave me the confirmation that I was looking for, that I was in fact doing the right thing, sharing my story, starting the podcast, getting hope out to those that need it so badly. The response I got from that post was so incredibly overwhelming. I went from under 100 followers, I think I had 92 followers on the Hope Chases page, to over 1,600 within 12 to 24 hours of that post going live. The listens of the podcast nearly tripled. And that was for sure all that I needed to see in order to confirm to me that I was doing the right thing. I was on the right path. There are people out there that want to hear what I have to say. I mean, I know my story is pretty extreme. (laughs) You name it, I've been through it. And I'm sitting here able to talk about it, which is also a miracle. But the response that I got from that post alone, was evidence that I was looking for. Because a lot of times I look at other people who are sharing their stories and the addiction and recovery pages, and I'm like, okay, well, isn't everyone's story essentially the same? You get fucked up, you get caught up in the addiction, you find recovery, (laughs) and you live happily ever after. Like, is there really anything unique or different about my story that people want to listen to. And after all of the 
hundreds of messages that I got from that post and the new listeners that I got and the new followers and the new community that was essentially born from sharing that post proved to me that what I was doing, what I am doing is valid. It was the validation that I so very much needed. And because of that response, because of over 10,000 likes and hundreds of messages and tripling the listeners of the podcast, I know for a fact that as long as my content, as long as my words, as long as my message gets seen by the right people, then the success will come. What I want to see happen and unfold will certainly come my way. The timing just isn't up to me. Another high of 2023, specifically for the Hope Chase podcast, was hearing from especially people that I have known, people that I'm friends with, people from back home, messaging me and saying that they loved the podcast and that they listen every week and saying to me, quote unquote, this is going to blow up. <laughs> that was so good to hear, knowing that I had support, knowing that people were listening, knowing that other people thought it was good <laughs> because I'm just by myself here with a crappy pair of earbuds <laughs> and I'm just shooting the shit by myself, hoping that you on the other end will like what you hear, hoping that people will actually listen. So hearing that made me feel so fucking good. But then it's like on the flip side, if it doesn't blow up, if the success doesn't come, it's very hard to not start doubting myself and thinking, well, maybe it's not that good. Maybe they were just saying that to be nice. Or am I doing something wrong? So the boost in numbers from sharing my story on that recovery page lasted for a little while. I got into a groove of sharing clips on social media, paired with the video and the captions. I kind of got into a routine with it, and I was feeling pretty good about it. And then I realized there was an issue, not so much of a problem, but there is an interesting circumstance around me sharing about the podcast and getting the word out. I realized how much of an issue it is sharing from a foreign country. Me living in Mexico, having a Mexican SIM card. For those of you that don't know, if you live in a foreign country or whatever country you are living in, the SIM card in your phone has an IP address for that country you are living in. Me being in Mexico, having a Mexican cell phone or a Mexican phone, I have a Mexican SIM card which means that all of my content, when I publish it, is essentially only shown in Mexico. And on the rare occasion it gets outside of Mexico, it might go to Australia or sometimes Canada, maybe the UK, but it literally never goes to the US, like never. <laughs> my analytics tell me that my content is just not shown in the United States. And ironically enough, 80% of the Hope Chase's listeners are located in the United States. 
So it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to figure out that my content is not being seen by the target audience of this podcast, period. And realizing this, I initially got really down on myself. I got really depressed because I'm like, well, what in the hell can I do about this? There's nothing I can do about this. I can't get a SIM card from the United States. So what I did was I actually did research and I Googled it and I tried to figure out if there was a solution to my problem. And come to find out there is a solution. <laughs> I tried getting a VPN, a virtual private network, and that is a solution. However, I do not have the resources to pay for that on a monthly basis. For a couple months last year, I did try it out, but I can't continue to pay that. Another solution to this problem is paying for ads or boosting my posts on social media, which actually does work. But again, I just don't have the resources to do that. I tried it a couple times, just maybe like $10 or $12 here and there for a couple days, and it really does work. However, I just don't have the money to continue to do that. So essentially, there is a solution to the issue of having the Mexican IP address. I just cannot do anything about it at this time, which is a really shitty situation, a really shitty position to be in, honestly. So anyways, as the numbers kept declining and going down and going down and going down, I started beating myself up more and more and more, thinking that I was doing something wrong, thinking that maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I'm being delusional. Maybe it's not as good as people think or say or tell me it is. Maybe this just isn't what I am supposed to be doing. But I also have to realize that, you know what, sometimes in life, we can have a problem and know what the solution is, but just not have the resources to do anything about it. It's taken a little bit of time, but I finally realized that maybe this is happening for a reason. Like I always fucking say, everything happens for us, not to us. There is a reason behind everything. So if you're seeing stagnancy in your progress, in your growth, in your recovery, if you're feeling stuck like I am in this journey of mine, what could be the reason for that? For me, I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm supposed to be focusing on something else. Maybe not seeing the growth that I wanted to see is giving me an opportunity to start writing the book that I've been putting off writing. I have been saying that I want to write a book for the last two and a half years, maybe more. And I just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off because I keep telling myself, oh, I'm not a writer. Nobody's going to read it. There's nobody out there who is going to buy a book on addiction. There's so many, there's so much competition. And I talk myself out of it and I keep just putting it off. Well, if I had seen the success over this last year that I really wanted to see, I probably wouldn't have the time to focus on a book because I'd probably be more consumed with whatever success I was seeing from the podcast or from my social media. So maybe this stagnancy or this incredibly slow <laughs> growth is the universe saying to me, listen, Ange, Go fucking write your book. <laughs> Stop focusing on the shit that's clearly not working. 
I mean, you would think that a full year of posting and doing weekly episodes and talking about different topics all the time and posting content every single day, sometimes more than once a day, you would think for sure that it would bring me closer to my goals, to what I want to see my life to look like. When in fact, no, that has absolutely not been the case at all. The only growth that I did see was from when a Life Recovered page shared my story. So maybe the universe is smacking me across the face with this stagnancy and this lack of success or growth in order to say, go fucking do something else. Stop focusing on what's clearly not working and go write your damn book that you think about all the fucking time. Just do it. (laughs) I say this to say, and I promise there's a point to all this. The reason why you're not seeing the growth or the changes in your reality that maybe you wanted to see over the last year is because it's doing something for you. The stagnancy, the lack of progress, quote unquote, lack of progress is doing something for you. Or maybe it's not even having to do anything with growth or progress. And maybe it just has to do with stopping using or getting a job or losing weight. Any goal that you set for yourself, if you're not seeing that goal come to fruition in your life, if you're not seeing the changes in your reality that you're telling yourself you want to see, then the question is, what is staying the same doing for you? Because everything we do does something for us. It provides us with something. Staying the same Staying in your addiction, staying miserable, staying in stagnancy, in fact, is doing something for you. For example, staying in your active addiction. You might be so incredibly miserable telling yourself that you truly want a life of recovery. You truly want to change your life. But staying in that active addiction is doing something for you. Being a drug addict, being an alcoholic, It's doing something for you. You might be getting sympathy from other people. People might feel sorry for you because you're stuck in your addiction. You might be getting enabled. People might be paying for your food, paying for your room and board. It might be easier in life to stay in your active addiction than starting to recover and getting a job and working for all of it yourself. You're getting attention. Maybe it's negative attention, but it's fucking attention. And recovery is hard work. Staying in your addiction is allowing you to continue to be lazy and not really work that hard for anything. Are you depressed? Are you anxious? Is it interfering with your life to the point where you feel like you can't work, you can't hold down a job, you can't support yourself? Well, guess what? Labeling yourself as depressed or anxious or telling yourself that is interfering in your life You're getting something out of that. It's kind of a crutch. It's an excuse to maybe not do certain things that you don't necessarily want to do. Because change is hard. Nobody really wants to do the work. We just all want to see the results, right? We all just want to blink our eyes and have all the good things around us when we open them. But the truth of the matter is, 
it's all fucking hard work. And if it were easy, then you know what? This podcast wouldn't, it wouldn't exist because everybody would be clean and sober and living their best lives. And there would be no reason to talk about it as much because <laughs> it would be easy. So what is it doing for you? Two things can be true at once. You can absolutely want to change your life and also absolutely not really want to do the work. <laughs> For example, someone who's unemployed keeps complaining about being broke all the time. Well, most people would say, you know, get a damn job. But they just keep dragging on and not getting job and continue to complain about not having any money. Being unemployed is allowing that person to continue to be lazy and not have to be productive. And it's probably getting that person attention because some people will probably feel bad, give you attention, give you money to get food or money to help you pay rent, enabling your unemployment. And all of that is just reinforcing that behavior of being unemployed or that situation of being unemployed. Then it becomes comfortable. It's like, of course, this person is still unemployed and not really trying to get a job because there's so many people helping them out. Their life is essentially being paid for. And this is why only 10% of people actually achieve their New Year's resolutions. I've never been a resolutions type of chick. I'm more on the side of just setting small goals and intentions for my life and for myself and how I want to live my life and what I can do to bring me that much closer to achieving my goals. But when you ask yourself, what is staying the same doing for you? And really be honest with yourself because self-awareness is really the first step in changing anything in your life. Sometimes we just got to look at something and admit that it's just not working. And that's it. I'm not saying give up altogether, but you can just pivot a little bit. <laughs> Still do what you're doing, but just maybe in a different way. Like maybe you're trying to start your recovery journey. You're trying to do it on your own. Maybe it's not working the way you wanted it to work. Maybe you're not seeing the progress or the changes that you wanted to see. So maybe admit to yourself that it's not working doing what you're doing. Maybe you can add meetings. Maybe that's an opportunity and that is when to start going to meetings. I'm not saying quitting altogether. I'm not saying stop doing what you're doing, but we can certainly do it in just different ways. I encourage all of us to start doing things in different ways and step outside of your comfort zone because 99% of the time, a huge reason, if not the only reason as to why we're not seeing the changes is because we're not stepping outside of our fucking comfort zones. Because what is the actual definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results, which is essentially what I've been doing the entire second half of 2023, doing the same thing all the time, expecting different results. So here's to trying to let go of that insanity behavior. Let's leave it in 2023, let it go, 
and try to move on and step outside of our comfort zones in order to see the progress, the growth, the changes, in order to see all the things that you want in your life come to fruition. So that's it. That's all I have to say for today's episode. Happy fucking new year to each and every one of you. I truly am so fucking grateful to everyone for listening every week. It really, I'm just, I'm just really grateful. And I cannot wait for the day that we can look back on all of this and say, we did it. We made it when it all comes together. And I have you to thank for all of it. So thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. Don't forget to follow along from whatever podcast platform you are listening from. Hit that little follow so you never miss a new episode every Tuesday morning when they drop. Also, follow along on all the social medias at the Hope Chase Pod. I am mostly active over on Instagram, so follow along over there. And also on YouTube at the Hope Chase. And thank you so much to anyone and everyone who feels called to donate in any way, shape, or form. I do have an account on Cash App. Username is the Hope Chase over on Cash App. And you can also donate through the link in my Instagram bio. And there's also a Linktree profile and page for the Hope Chase, which has all things Hope Chase and all my platforms and a link to donate over there as well. And as always, feel free to message me over on Instagram with any topic suggestions or shoot the shit. Just message me and say hi. Whatever you feel called to do, I'm there. So thank you once again so much for joining the Hope Chase today. This is the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie, and welcome to the shit show. See you next time.